If you've been watching any televised broadcast of sports lately, this has probably become a pet peeve of yours too. And if it hasn't, well, in a few minutes it will be. Welcome to the Sportscasters Club Radio Show, where it's all about becoming a better sportscaster and a better sports fan. And now, your host, a man who has trained sportscasters at Marist College, the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and Fordham University's WFUV Radio, Rick Schultz. I have to say, this is this is a fun episode because this is something that has nagged at me and gnawed at me throughout the entire baseball season. As we stand right now, the Major League Baseball season is wrapping up. We've got the ALCS and the NLCS underway, and there has been something that I've seen on a daily basis throughout this baseball season, and you've probably noticed it too. And it just distracts me. It annoys me. Now, some people probably say that I'm a little bit anal when it comes to this. I know when when I would stand in front of the classes at Fordham University or Marist College, we would talk about this, and I would talk to the students, and I admitted it, that I was a little bit anal when it comes to broadcast philosophy. I mean, after all, I trained at the, the foot of the great Marty Glickman. So I was taught by Marty, and my philosophy goes back to Marty. And so anything that deviates from that is going to annoy me. And so this one pet peeve has stood out all season long, and I've been wanting to bring it to you. I've been wanting to share it. I've been wanting to put it out here and see what you think about it. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about this big pet peeve. Something that's bothered me, and I've noticed it every single game that I've watched. It happens on radio too, but mainly when I'm watching games on the MLB network or on broadcast channels. And it's not only baseball, it's something you see in football, basketball, hockey as well. And we're going to touch on what that is coming up. If you're enjoying the show, check out our seven hour online sports broadcasting course. We cover play by play, talk show hosting, television, and much more. Visit sportscastersclub.com and click on online sportscasting class. Okay, so this episode is dedicated to this big pet peeve. I don't know if it's my number one pet peeve with sports broadcasters because I have so many of them. And when when your philosophy is, is such that you demand perfection, now understand, there's never going to be a perfect broadcaster. There's never going to be a perfect broadcast. But what we always want to strive to do is be perfect and be better and perform to the utmost of our abilities. And certain things you can control, certain things you can't. And one of the things you can control is using grammar in the proper way, using the language in the proper way. Marty Glickman was a stickler about that. He would drill that into our heads That being precise with your language, not only is it the correct way to broadcast, but it's the correct way to communicate, and it gives you a level of authority and credibility 
that other broadcasters just don't have. So, for example, think about it. When you, when you yourself are watching or listening to a game, if you hear a broadcaster use a word incorrectly or say something grammatically uh, incorrectly, it makes you question, even if it's subconsciously, it makes you question everything you hear from that broadcaster. Now, I'm the first person to admit that if you go back and listen to this podcast and the YouTube videos and read everything that we have at sportscastersclub.com, I've made a ton of mistakes. Grammatical mistakes, language, usage, a lot of mistakes. In fact, I'm sure I've made mistakes in this broadcast today. So this is not to say that I'm perfect. Far from it. And it's not to say any broadcaster is going to be perfect. But that's what we strive for. So, this pet peeve that has just bugged the heck out of me all season long, and for longer than that, is when a broadcaster talks in the future tense. Here's what I mean. Let's say the Blue Jays are playing the Devil Rays, or the Rays as they're now called most frequently. And let's say George Springer is on second base, Bo Bichette, Lines a single up the middle. Springer comes around from third and scores. It's such a pet peeve of mine when the broadcaster says, and the Blue Jays will take a two-to-nothing lead after Springer's already in the dugout, or he's already crossed home plate. And then you hear, Toronto will take a two-to-nothing lead. That's not true. Because he already crossed home plate. They already have a two-to-nothing lead. If you say Toronto will take a 2 to nothing lead when George Springer is rounding third base and on his way home, then that's correct. That's the correct way to use the future tense. But when it happens, and it's already happened, and then you say the Blue Jays will take a 2 to nothing lead, bugs the heck out of me. Bugs the heck out of me, and it should bug you too. Or how about this example? Guy hits a jump shot from the left corner. Ties up the game. He's jogging back down the court to, to play defense. And the broadcaster says, and the Pacers tie the game up. That would be a correct way to say it. But how many times have you heard the broadcaster say, and the Pacers will tie the game up after they already just did it 10 seconds ago or five seconds ago or one second ago? Talking in the future tense. How about this one? You'll see a ground ball, shortstop, he boots it. Man's on first base. The next batter stands in, and they say, and that's going to be an error on Bo Bichette. No, it's not going to be anything. It already was an error on Bo Bichette in this example. Talking in the future tense. That's going to be a double. That's going to be the tying run, when it's already happened. And and when you see it most of the time, I, at least the times that it bothers me the most, for whatever reason, is when it's a, a run being scored. Let's say you have men on third base, um, line drive right field, base hit, so the runner comes in to score, and then they'll say, and that's going to be the 100th RBI for so-and-so after the man has already crossed home plate. It's not going to be anything. It already was. And so that's just one example of a huge pet peeve. Uh, for example, uh, let's say 
Um, Brett Favre throws a touchdown right corner. Aaron Rodgers throws a touchdown right corner. Receiver makes the catch, feet are down, and then he leaps up in celebration, and then you hear the broadcaster say, that's going to be another touchdown for Rodgers when it took place already. The proper way to say it is, and that's another touchdown for Aaron Rodgers. Or, uh, and that ties up the game. Um, or, that's another RBI for George Springer. Or, that's, that's an error on Bo Bichette. Or, that was scored an error on Bo Bichette. Or, even, that is being scored an error on Bo Bichette. But, when you talk in the future tense for something that's already happened, it just creates a disconnect for your listener and for your viewer. And whenever possible, we want to be clear and concise. And it's even more so on the radio when you are the eyes and ears and you're painting that word picture for your listener. You're the eyes and ears of the listener. You're painting that word picture. You want to be precise and use exact terminology describing what you're talking about. So leave a comment. Let me know what you think. You probably think I'm maybe a little bit over the top. Maybe I'm a little bit too strict on this, a little too anal about it. I agree. No argument. I completely agree. But if you want to be better, you have to aim for perfection. I used to broadcast with a great broadcaster. In fact, I'll tell you the story when I come back. He really set the stage for how to be better. And I'm going to share that quick story that he used to impart to me on a regular basis when I come back. When you're done with this episode, or even if you want to open your browser now, you can go deeper and learn the secrets of sports broadcasting. Search our full list of books at sportscastersclub.com. Available from Amazon and Kindle, paperback, and audible format. All right, so I just wanted to recap this with an interesting story. You know, I talk about all these little details, but because it's going to make you a better broadcaster. And if you're a fan, now hopefully you can listen to a broadcaster who uses the future tense, and you can see where it's done correctly or incorrectly. But I used to broadcast with Bill Rogan for six, seven years. It was my first minor league baseball job with the Hudson Valley Renegades. And Bill would always say he begins every broadcast trying to have a perfect game. And obviously he understands, as I do, that it's never going to happen. You're never going to have an absolutely perfect game. We would always joke that the closest to a perfect game the closest to a perfect broadcaster in our minds was Bob Costas. The way that he could speak without verbal flubs, without using crutch words like um and ah and you know, things like that. He was as close to perfect as you could be. And yet, I would venture to say that Bob Costas has never had a perfect game. It's impossible. But that is always the goal. That's always what you strive for. And that's why we have not only what we do here on this this online radio show and what we do on, on YouTube and what we do at sportscastersclub.com and in our VIP community and everywhere we do all our books and resources that we have on Amazon. That's why we do it. Because if you can follow some of these things we talk about every day, that's the way you can become a better broadcaster and a better sports fan. So when I come back, I'll wrap up this episode and that'll be that. Are you enjoying the Sportscasters Club online radio show? If so, please hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. 
When we release each new show, you'll be the first to know. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app today, and we'll keep the awesome, cool, entertaining, and informative material coming. Well, hopefully you found this episode helpful. Hopefully you didn't think I was too strict in my thinking. But when you use the future tense, if a guy scores a run, don't say that the team will now take a 5 to nothing lead because they just took it. Don't talk in the future tense when something already happened. It's a big pet peeve of mine, and it should be a big pet peeve of yours too. Hope this was interesting. Hope it was informative. Hope you can share it with some friends, family, and any aspiring sportscaster that you come across in your day-to-day life. I'm Rick Schultz. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Check us out at sportscastersclub.com. And until next time, so long. Thanks for listening to the Sportscasters Club radio show at sportscastersclub.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you will never miss an episode. And thanks for liking, sharing, posting reviews, and spreading the word. Thank you.